It takes money. This is, I couldn't think of the word, and the only thing that would come to mind was Vavuzela. I think it's a strictly no, no but, but policy. <laughs> I have that in my uh, personal life too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, uh, Ariana Grande can go fuck herself. Yeah, and except then for you can... her. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. Queen Radio. Insane ramblings. Remember in uh, 2016 when all the celebrities were dying and people couldn't wait for the year to be over so it could just start fresh and people were just like, oh, fuck, 2016, it's the worst year ever. Yeah, now we're dying and the celebrities are waiting for the year to be over? Well, I'm just wondering, like, how can we go back to that? That seems like a, <laughs> a quainter time, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, again, like I said, now we're dying and celebrities are waiting for it to be over. I don't like this, uh, this flipping the switch. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And um, this is Vicky. And you're listening to Insane Ramblings, episode 211, a very analytical episode. <laughs> is it? Okay. Yeah. I like to talk about two things on this podcast, evidently, mm. especially, Analysis. Since, especially since quarantine has uh, started. Is one of them quarantine? Well, I guess maybe three things. Uh, let me let me do a... Ex- I want to guess. Can I guess? Okay, yeah. Two things. So, and one of them's not, well, one of them, the three is quarantine, yeah. but the other two, running. That's one of them. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> And your neighbours. No, we haven't had a neighbour update for a uh. while. I mean, again, like they do stuff from time to time, but we really peaked at the New Year's Eve party where they uh, were waxing each other's butts. <laughs> it's hard it's to like, move on from Yeah, that. anything is just going to feel lesser after that. What do you think would that? top that? I, I can't I even really like, would you have imagine. to witness them doing a murder and then like that, holding up a sign that says you're next? That's got to be essentially <laughs> it. Like I'll have to really have some real window style right. situation over here uh, to yeah. be even worth mentioning it. Because <laughs> we peaked. We peaked at the New Year's Eve butthole Like thing. you basically have to have them reveal like who the Zodiac killer is. <laughs> even then I'm be like, yeah, is it as entertaining? <laughs> it's not written on your butthole. Yeah, maybe put some strippers in there and we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, the running and dentistry is basically... Oh, yeah. You have talked about your dentist a lot. Watch me expertly wrap those things into one topic. You're running on your teeth. Not yet, but <laughs> <laughs> give it time. Well, I heard they're like pretty strong. Oh, yeah. They're... Like maybe they could handle it better than your legs. Well, uh, if you'll remember when I got my wisdom teeth out, Mm-hmm. My mouth was so swollen that, like, the <laughs> dentist said he basically had to, like, beat me up to pull them out. Oh, my brother. Because I've, I've still got mine. I think that means, like, you know, those memes and stuff or the misinformation, essentially, that go around. I think it means I'm less evolved than your average human. See, I feel like that's the wrong way to think about it. Like, we should be aiming to not have to have surgery to remove <laughs> part of our body. Well... Like, if people didn't have to worry about their getting their wisdom teeth out or their Mm. appendixes. That feels like the next evolution in humanity. It does, but apparently, according to Facebook memes, I'm a step back. Pity. Because you guys have moved beyond the need for wisdom teeth, I guess. I might still be using them for something. I don't know that I am, but... You don't feel like you're making the best use of them? Well, no, it's not like I'm like, oh, this is tough meat. I'm going to send it back a little. (laughs) These wisdom guys have got years' experience. Yeah, they're wasted on a vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) Give me those wisdom teeth. So I haven't had mine out, but my brother has. And you could see literally the bruise of the handprint of the dentist. It was honestly like a bad episode of CSI. They're like, well, we can see that he was strangled. There's two handprints right here. Like his face 
was genuinely like in the pattern of where the dentist, I guess, has had to hold his face. Yeah, I feel like that's not a great dentist if uh, that's the end result. Or really tough teeth. I mean, probably, but either way, I feel like <laughs> just say you've got the world's strongest teeth. Yeah, okay, We've my got... brother has the world's strongest teeth and I'm highly evolved. I would like to think that modern techniques have evolved to the point where we don't need to have handprints on someone's face to get them out. <laughs> anyway, so how are you going to expertly run these together? I think technology has gotten to the point where we need to dial it back a bit. Oh, just... disagree. I say dial it forward. But go on. I'm not saying globally, like, you know. <laughs> For you? Yes, I agree. Like when the PlayStation... You need less screen time. <laughs> when the PlayStation 5 comes out, I'm first in line. Yeah, you're essentially Mike TV. But there's an area of technology <laughs> that I have an issue with right now. Yeah. And it's being used to analyze my body. And I okay. don't like it. Is it that BMI machine? Did it say you were overweight? Well, I've been there and it hurts, but it means to help you, Ben. <laughs> well, I, I don't like the BMI in the first place. Me neither, but I went to the gym first day and yeah. you stand on that body scanner thing. I, uh, I don't have as high tech a gym. I'm, I'm going lo-fi. Uh, so. Yeah, well, I can see this is not an, again, this is not an area you want to diversify into. Definitely I, not. If we're talking about areas where we want technology to dial back, I don't need a computer to tell me I'm fat. Or, <laughs> I've got lots of help with that. Or maybe we need to, um, it could use the compliment sandwich or something. All right. Like it's I like, can see that you're you overweight, but have great hair. Yeah. <laughs> Scanning up your body, excellent bones. <laughs> you will not struggle with broken bones ever. Yeah. Fat, little too much, but muscle just right. Yeah. You clearly have a hunch. But goddamn, that t-shirt looks great on you. <laughs> well, I remember because it actually gives you a printout and then the gym trainer reads it to you. And I yeah, think wow. they did try. It was the gym manager. We knew each other pretty well. And I think he tried to soften the blow. He was like, well, the good news is you're well hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need, like, I need it oh softened my God. <laughs> a little more than that. <laughs> like, thank you. Also, you've somehow gained 30 kilos. Yeah, you're a fat, but I did notice that you've got the world's strongest teeth. Yeah. So. You could walk on those. Yeah. You won't need to worry about your body weight. Uh, no, like I'm, uh, I'm objecting to, I went to buy a pair of sneakers, right? Mm. And what they uh, do at athlete's foot is. I want to do this. Is, is it not good? I'm not a fan. Ugh. They make you stand on this little scale first, which kind of okay. analyzes. Don't love that. Yeah, well, I don't think they like show you, they don't flash your weight on the screen. Oh my God, imagine if it, like, you know, in Australia, in Melbourne, there's like our main kind of little square thing is Fed Square, and there's sometimes people's texts or stuff scrolling. Yeah. Imagine if they did that with your weight on the front of the store if you stood on the <laughs> I think you have to specifically text that screen yourself, though, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm just it's saying, imagine, like... though, if they did that with the store. They're like, well, we can fit you for shoes, but the well, entirety of Chadston will know how much you weigh. Yeah, it's definitely a double-edged sword. It's like, if you've uh, really been working out lately, like, people will be impressed. Yeah. But you're really going to get named and shamed if, it's, <laughs> uh, if you've been slacking during quarantine. Oh, yeah. It felt like that. Like I, so first thing is a scale and it's designed to show you where you're putting pressure on your feet. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, if 
you've got heavy on the balls of your feet, mm. I guess they'll know to get a different type of shoe or something. Did they say you were heavy on the balls? Because that also would be a nice compliment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they didn't specify that part of it. The yeah. part that uh, comes next is uh, they make you walk down a little like runway, essentially. <laughs> and they video Do it. Do they play the song? And I do my little turn on, on the, the catwalk. catwalk. Yeah. Uh, would you have liked it more if they did? I think I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, like it's literally a five second walk. <laughs> like it's it's maybe like two, three meters. Mm-hmm. So it's not a lot of time to strut your stuff. No. But if just during those five seconds, I got like five seconds of right said Fred. <laughs> Is that right said Fred? It would be. Is it? Yeah. Are you a big fan or something? No. I didn't realise their two songs were so related. What's their other song? Um, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Isn't that the same song? No. Isn't it? Is it? Yes. Ah, damn. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I feel like. I feel like. You know how horse costumes, like. Movies come in half. Yeah. I feel like I've shown up as the head and met the butt because maybe I've only ever heard half the song. That was all that you needed. <laughs> I don't even know that I have heard that whole song in its entirety. But you've heard both sections. <laughs> there must be a bit in the middle where I lose concentration. Yeah, fair enough. You're like, oh, I've heard the best bit. I'll just change radio stations, yeah. not knowing they're about to take a sharp left turn. Or a little turn on the catwalk. There, there you go. Some would say. The song is a metaphor for its lyrics. I didn't realize until I now really how no deep idea it was. This is the same song. Please go on. I uh, so I'm doing my <laughs> I'm strutting my thing on the catwalk. Yeah, I'm doing my little turn, and uh, then they replay. They <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but I just like that's really I can't believe I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> That's blown my fucking mind. Sorry, go, <laughs> go on. I've, I've calmed down. That's amazing, though. So once I've finished uh, mm-hmm. strutting my stuff, they uh, pull out an iPad, essentially. Right. And uh, they show me... I thought you'd be like, you won this. Uh, if, <laughs> again. So well walked. If we're looking for ways to soften the blow, <laughs> yeah. a free iPad would have definitely hey. helped. Uh, but no. So right said Fred, followed by being presented with an iPad. Oh, yeah, uh, just some, like... um, you, some notes you've got for athlete's foot. Although... I paid like $200 for the shoes. I don't know if they're going to give me like a $800 piece of technology. It depends how good the walk is. That's true. They've got a free video of your walk. You think that if like I uh, put myself into a raffle and like this week's best walk is like the number one <laughs> slot will uh, win the iPad. Why not? Uh, I mean, my note for them is definitely change the name. I've never not found that gross. Athlete's Foot. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been able to shop there. No, it is a terrible name for a shoe company. It's disgusting. I like. I get the joke. Like, it's not like I don't get it, but no. like, what the fuck? I know it's not like I don't know. You go to a hearing place called like Tinnitus or something. Well, like, it's not like you're buying your Bonds underwear from Jockitch. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. That's it's for sure. Fucking gross. But anyway, it's like ingratiated itself. Into Australian culture long enough that I guess it hasn't I'm used for me. To it. Never forget, never forgive. Because <laughs> I need new running shoes, so I'm hanging on every word here. Because I've got a problem where my feet fall asleep when I run. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I feel like that's the one thing you can do to keep them awake. Run. Yeah, uh, yeah it's like the most exciting thing that feet can do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what do you guys want from me? Like, this is the rock concert of being feet. This has got to be a pinnacle experience for feet. <laughs> but yeah, apparently I'm compressing some nerve possibly. And I forgot to mention it to the doctor for like two years. 
and I recently told him and he's like, how long have you, and he's like, oh, like, that's weird. Did it just start? I was like, no, like actually now that I think about it, I can remember it like two years ago. And he's like, how did you never raise this? <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be able to admit that it's been an ongoing thing. I would have been like, you know yeah, what? It started it's like a week ago. A week after I saw you last. <laughs> so it's Which long enough to two be... years ago. It's long enough to be in a problem, but I just haven't had the opportunity to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, I guess it never felt pressing, but yeah, I need to, to see if it's a shoe issue as part of the, the first... Uh, the first uh, area yeah. of intervention. So, yeah, well, I'm, I'm hanging on every word athlete's here. Athlete's foot could tell you that, but... Again, I can't go there. It's I so just, disgusting. I feel like they need to find a way to do it without this uh, technology because they pull out the iPad mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, unbeknownst to me, they've been recording the whole thing on video. Extreme <laughs> close-up. <laughs> of your face? No, just my, like, feet. Oh, that's fine. But it's like, all right, we're going to play it back in, you know, 120 frames a second. And just really show you how fucked up your walk is. <laughs> Particularly five steps. I feel like that's not my best walk. Like, give me a bit of warm-up space. Yeah, well, especially because it is such a short runway that I kind of didn't really feel like I was walking naturally Normally. anyway. Right. Like, I'm like, all right, well, I'm done in like two seconds. So, is that I okay? Got into it. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to a dude today who... Um, had been on lockdown and then previous to that had like an injury and lived alone. So he'd been alone most of the day, every day for like up to six months. And he's like, I've almost developed a stutter because I just have not spoken to anyone for so long. (laughs) He does know that, you know, telephones and Skype and stuff exist, right? Yeah, I don't know. He's just a big texter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, uh, I haven't got to that level, but I... Yeah, so I watched this playback of the video mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you see on your left foot how you kind of like kick it out to the side. And if you're like, you know, just watching me walk, you wouldn't, you wouldn't notice, notice it. No. But when they're replaying it in super slow-mo <laughs> with like extreme close-up, you're like, yes, it's oh all I can see. What's I, wrong with me? Yeah. Am I like lion dancing my way through the world? Exactly. <laughs> And that was not something I was ever conscious of. No. But now, like, all I can it's think like, about... It's like, oh, my gosh, you blink so often. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've all got shit about our bodies that we uh, are self-conscious of. Oh, definitely. Like, you've got that weird eye thing, for I, instance. I do. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, what sucks about mine is it's readily apparent. Like, again, I gained 30 kilos in two years. I can't hide it as well as my left kicking foot. See, I thought I was hiding it, and now... <laughs> Now, apparently, every time I walk past an athlete's foot, I'll be like, they're judging me. <laughs> I wonder, like, <laughs> you know how they people say to psychologists when they sit next to them, like, oh, are you, like, reading my mind right now? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to sit with you. <laughs> like, you're going to be able to tell my secrets. Do people from – send us an email if you're listening, you've ever worked at athlete's foot. Can you analyse people as you they walk past now because you did it of for course, so long? Of course, of course. Do you think so? I like think you look at them and you're like, oh, my God, what is up with that? Yeah, well, the the angle that they shot me from was behind. So really? maybe maybe not when they walk past. When they walk away from you? Yeah, like when you're walking in front of someone. They're like, oh, my God, there's too way too much weight on the balls. Yeah. 
Definitely. <laughs> that's that's all they do. We're all day. Is he crazy? Like he's he's on his arches. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna like whatever your area of expertise is, mm. you can't help but notice it. For instance, like video games in a TV show or movie, they always fuck it up. Oh, like, absolutely. They'll be playing a one player game with like two players on the controller, mm. or that's like a really common one. Or they'll be playing an Xbox game with a PlayStation controller. Or something. Yeah, it's like because I know that. That it like just sticks out to me immediately. I saw one today where they were playing video games, and I guess they wanted to make a proprietary one for the show because she's supposed to be working for a video games company. Yeah, right. But it's so bad; it looks like it's from like 1991. They're the worst. They're horrible. Like I'll have to show you the clip because the video game that they do, she's like, "Oh, I designed that fence," and I guess that's why they had to have. Yeah, they couldn't use a real game. Yeah, but it literally like it's. You know when we were playing video games on like the first Max in Year One, like that's what it looks like. And I was like, "What company is she working for?" <laughs> and they always fuck up the sounds. Like every game, even if it's like the latest release, will sound like it came out on the Atari in the nineteen eighty. <laughs> so true. It's like, boop, 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 like that's the only way we can know <laughs> no, video the games. Character sounds. died. Yeah. yeah. So like, but that's just, you know, one thing that I know a lot about. So I notice it all the time. Mm-hmm. That happens. Like anyone who knows anything will pick out their mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Like their mistakes in their profession or whatever. It's got to be the same with the uh, shoe people. <laughs> but then, no, so like, all right, now I'm self-conscious about my mm-hmm. fucked up walk. Mm-hmm. I uh, went to the dentist like I was talking about last week and they do this thing where they grade every single one of your teeth. Oh my God. And A plus. <laughs> well, it's like on a scale from one to five, right? Okay. I don't even think they they reel off so many numbers. Like they had to have said at least a hundred numbers, and so like it might not even be the tooth. It like mm-hmm. is the gaps between the teeth or something as well. But basically, you don't want to go over three. Ooh, okay. And so, it's like golf. <laughs> yeah, you want to don't want a hole in one. Right. There's like <laughs> three is par. Yeah. No, like you, you one is good. No, I was. It was a pun. Get it? You don't want a hole in one? Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, it's like how much your gums have like encroached on your teeth, I think, is Uh, what they're measuring. No, it's the opposite. I think it's like how much your gums have receded. Either way, three is the max that Mm -hmm. you hit. When you go above that, you've got like a bit of a problem. And so uh, she's kind of like reeling off. She's like just going like two, two, three, one, one, three, two, three. sounds like she's singing. (laughs) <laughs> like that's how you do like um intervals yeah she's doing a scale yeah it teeth. sounds like it and so i'm like oh, i'm feeling pretty good at myself lots of twos and threes a couple yeah. of ones thrown in there five 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 well the first thing oh my was, god the the red flag was a four Ooh. i was like oh my god a four <laughs> i start clutching my pearls because uh she's basically like it's all good as long as you don't go over three and you're like, it's and, not all good. Yes. And suddenly I'm like, ah, oh, now I'm going to get a lecture. And then she goes back, two, three, two, three, three, four. And I'm like, what? Another four? <laughs> and then by the end, I think I had like maybe like three fours and a couple of fives. Hey, oh. Yeah. And so I was perfectly happy with my teeth before I went into the dentist. <laughs> I thought, you know, I brush multiple times a day. Mm. I'm like flossing. I'm doing all that kind of stuff. Thought I was pretty good. Now they pull out the microscope and overanalyze every single tooth. <laughs> you walk, your teeth. <laughs> yes. It's like I'm getting it at both ends. Hey. And I don't appreciate it. <laughs> well, I hate how the dentist asks you questions. 
when they're like, do you floss? I'm like, you already know. You, what are you, is this like fucking law and order? Like, no, you don't. Yeah, you're going to see. <laughs> We've got right? your fingerprints like right here at the crime scene. This is after they've looked. They're like, how often do you floss? I'm like, you basically know. Oh, see, I got all those questions beforehand, but I'm like, okay, just say I didn't. Mm. Does it matter? Like my teeth are this state regardless of whether yeah. I floss. Well, that's, I was like, you either already know. Or like you're about to try to catch me in a lie? Is that supposed to motivate me to yeah, floss more she's often? Got, she's got plaque and like, she's no, a fucking liar. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Like I just don't understand the logic. I was like, just tell me. There's like a, you yeah. obviously don't floss enough. There's a 10% lying bitch surcharge that you're going to get <laughs> if you uh, <laughs> don't be honest with us. Well, no, I just feel like it's more like they're closing the net around me again, like in Law and Order or CSI or something. Yeah. Like, do you know the victim? Like, no, like lies. Your fingerprints are all in their car. Like, Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So he examined my teeth, taken x-rays, cleaned them or whatever it is they do. And then he's like, yeah, so do you floss? And I was like, I'm not answering that. <laughs> oh, you actually refused to answer? No, of course oh, okay. not. okay. <laughs> no. I was like, you're like I'm a, not that difficult. Yeah, I played the fifth on my teeth. <laughs> No, I think I did say, look, I think we both know the answer to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can try and diffuse it with humour. That maybe didn't work. Maybe scores you a couple of points. No, no, I think I don't think I was even trying to be humorous. I was like, look, I, he's just. I'm just going to put think you down both, for a no. No, <laughs> I'm not a regular. I would say twice a week, I floss. I feel like that's probably more than average. Really? I feel like most people never floss. Oh, you've got to floss occasion. Like, I feel like I, I mean, should be doing it twice daily. I, I reckon, uh, yeah, they'll say do it daily. No, the dentist said twice daily. See, that's even a little overkill for me. And hey. I, you know, I'm obsessive about this shit, but. I do it essentially twice a week when I feel guilty enough. And then if there's something stuck in there. That's the thing. I feel like most people only floss when there's like a popcorn <laughs> kernel <laughs> that they can't get out. <gasps> Speaking of which, we had an amazing popcorn experience this week. Lay it on me. Uh, well, <laughs> right? We bought popcorn and it was budget popcorn because we're on a budget. Okay. We're not, me and my partner are not both working. But we're still so. talking microwave popcorn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's levels even of microwave popcorn. <laughs> so no, we got I, I'm just the home like, brand, basically. If you're trying to really save money, you just buy the actual kernels and you like put them in a pot. Uh, yeah, we just bought corn and waited. Yeah, sure. <laughs> No, so we bought the budget like home brand, like store brand. Unbutted. What do you call it? I don't know if it was. I can't remember. But what's the like the store brand yeah, called? Is it brand. store brand or home brand? Popcorn. We got it home, and when you open it up, and it says directions. Mm-hmm. It says directions: heat this bag for anywhere between one to five minutes. Yeah, After, <laughs> I, I get your your problem with it, but I think the uh, the issue is microwaves. I know, but still, I was like, that's madness. And it says when you hear one to two pops per second. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Remember that number for next time. Now you know. Oh, really? They actually (laughs) go to... Yeah, no, I think the two... I was like, this guy was phoning it in. Yeah. No, the two (laughs) to three pop rule. He's definitely working from home. No, I can... (laughs) I I think, like, they probably... That's as as good instructions as you're going to get. I feel like one to five minutes is wide. It is, but like some people are going to have like a 1980 microwave that's like, like 600 watts or some shit. Doing it in the oven shit. or something? 
No, it's just like old microwaves are terrible. Really? So like now, like they have to account for next year, there could be like a 10,000 watt microwave that can make your popcorn in like... <laughs> in a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like in a second. Right. And it's like everything's like heated perfectly through. They're, they're like, you know, doing like 10 kernels a second. And then it's like, holy shit. If you put it in for a minute and five seconds, it's burnt to a shit. Because that's the thing with popcorn yeah. is that... It's real hard to hit that sweet spot. It is real. That is, that's why I had a problem with the directions. I was like, give me some wattages then. I will work out. No, that, I, that's not true. Again, that's also another lie. No one knows how to no. use their microwave to that degree. No, they don't. Yeah. And that is why even when I get packages, it's like, if you've got a thousand watt microwave, just do this. I'm like, probably. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> no one, let's just all admit no one knows the yeah. wattage of their microwave. Exactly. And what, even- what, what wattage is your microwave? I don't know. Yeah, I, right. I could guess. I would. I'm gonna guess 1200. But the I'm only, gonna go 2000. Mine's <laughs> kind of new, and it's Russell Hobbs. So well, the only re- I'm look it up. <laughs> the only reason I say 1200 is because I think when we first bought a microwave, mm-hmm. it was 1200 watts, and that's at the time seemed impressive. Our current microwave is a bit old. So maybe it's, you know, around that era as well. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. But when they say things were made in the past more sturdily than now. I believe that. I, again, Home goods for sure. Like we still have my childhood microwave and my I've had that since... I was a baby as far as I know. And my parents had it before I was born. Yeah, but how much radiation does it leak on a daily basis? Oh, so much. My (laughs) mum has three heads. (laughs) (laughs) And then she has to microwave things three times as much just to feed herself. (laughs) No, I don't know. But it doesn't seem to be less effective than other. And if anything, it seems to be one of the better microwaves I've ever experienced in my life. Okay. Which is pretty crazy. And we had like one of those old TVs on legs. Yeah. Like where the set, where the box was also its entertainment <laughs> cabinet, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It was built into its own entertainment cabinet. And the only reason we got rid of it was not because it stopped working, but basically like... They like stopped doing the analog signal or something. Yeah, like pretty much. Or I think like we just wanted a better picture, but it still worked. Yeah, I feel like nowadays like a new sweet TV comes out and I'm almost like willing my TV to die just (laughs) so I can get an excuse to upgrade. But But like that would have never been, like you would just have to admit to yourself back in the day that it's like, well, I'm just going to throw out. I just want a better one. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm throwing out something perfectly working because I want something better. I think that's what we had to do eventually. And this TV I'm pretty sure was from the 60s. Like it was my grandma's. Jesus. And we used it until the 90s. Yeah, certainly when we were a kid, we had like, it maybe wasn't that old, but we had the same television This was like you literally like, had to rotor, like they went... Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if you think of old phones, we had to turn them, we had one of those as well, but you had to turn the knob and it went like click, click, click to turn the... Um, yeah, the tuner. Yeah, and like we would watch kids on TV or go to other people's houses and we were like, holy fuck, like imagine the luxury of a remote. <laughs> like what? They're, li- they're living in 3008. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, well, I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to have a TV remote. Oh yeah, I don't know where we got it. That's why I put on 30 kilos. I got a fucking yeah. remote. <laughs> <laughs> we had one as well, but it was like our second TV. Oh, so it was like... All right. But like... Richie Rich, did you swim around in your... Like pool of dollars? Well, no, because we, <laughs> because we were spending it on new TVs. Yeah, we we got it so late in the game that we already had a much better TV before that. Right. So, like, 
I don't know, maybe it was at my like auntie and uncle's house or mm-hmm. something. And they like, I, I'm guessing this is what happened. Like when we got a new TV, we gave that old TV away. Mm-hmm. And then s- somewhere along the line, they bought a new TV and mm-hmm. gave it back to us. Oh, damn. And so we were like, then all of us like, because for the first like 10, 12 years of my life, we just had one TV that the whole family had to mm-hmm. share. Yeah, that was which, my whole life. That, that seems unthinkable now. I know. But then I live with one other person and I'm like, I'm going to murder you. If you don't go and watch something on your laptop instead. <laughs> exactly. Um, and we still have like phones and stuff that it's like, all right, if I get really desperate, I could have just watched something on my yeah. phone, I guess. But yeah, we had to compromise back in the day. I don't I know how we did it. I can't imagine. Well, I know how we did it because there was six There's channels. nothing on. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> so it's like, it well. It was like the chances are we can probably all settle on one of the six things yeah, that are on. Right. We're either watching like Home and Away or Judge Judy. Yeah. Like, no one wants to watch either of them, so, so I guess... Flip a coin. Who gives They're a both shit. crappy. Yeah. But this is, like, I don't want to become, like, the fucking millennial version of baby boomers, but I do wonder... I agreed. But I do wonder if our children will feel boredom in the same way that we did. And is that a good <laughs> well, or bad thing? In the same way, no. They'll feel boredom. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't... Yeah, it's just really interesting to me that they will live in a world where they don't have... So much at their fingertips. Yeah, well, we've talked about this before, but especially like I remember going on a flight to Canada as mm. a kid where there's like an hour's worth of children's programming on the radio and then you're at the mercy of uh, whatever in-flight entertainment was showing for the whole Eat plane. Flight. Yeah, I remember that and then, to Perth. And then you, yeah. you come back and it's like, oh, it's the same three movies that I watched on the way over. Yeah. I can choose to watch Speed again. Also keep in mind that I'm like eight and so I have to like, like, I can barely see the screen. I'm, like, yeah. looking between, like, rows and rows yeah. of people. Like, that's the kind of shit that I'm, like, I'm so glad we're past that. Oh, definitely. But I also appreciate being born at this time period so much because we were born before the internet, mm. before smartphones. Like, smartphones were, are, like, a decade old. Yeah. And, like, we can't even now, cons- like, if you leave your phone at home, it's like you've got phantom limb syndrome. Well, it's no, like it actually is. Like, is so missing. my phone fell in water on Saturday like morning. Did it? Did it fall in water? No, it didn't. <laughs> it fell in soup. <laughs> Don't skimp on well, the details. That's the funniest part of it. <laughs> it. My boyfriend made me magi two-minute noodles because I wasn't feeling well. So yeah. that was my version of chicken soup because I'm a vegetarian. And there's no no chi- no real chickens died in the making <laughs> of magi chicken noodles, in case you're wondering. But how many magi died? <laughs> three uh, i don't know <laughs> not anymore <laughs> no there's none so anyway in the journey of the magi <laughs> so he brought it to me on a tray and i was like laying in bed eating it like feeling sick so like kind of draped i guess in a way that i imagine was seductive <laughs> and um, you know kind of wan and like I, oh i feel faint i appreciate you trying to be seductive in your ill state no i mean like you know like the little lady like she's so wan like no she anyway. said what wan like w-a-n like pale and... Oh, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't know that word. Anyway, go Google it later. Sure. You couldn't do that 10 years ago. 10 anyway. years ago, we had Google, you know. Yeah, I know. Damn <laughs> it. Uh, which is crazy. Like, I saw a tweet where a dude was saying, I told my kids I was o- older than Google and they didn't believe me. Yeah, it's like, it's unthinkable. And we lived in it for, like, so, half our lives. I know. Anyway, so my phone, I had it in my hand and he was like getting into bed next to me and knocked it out of my hand and it like did a few flips in the air like it was doing fucking Olympic diving <laughs> and dove straight into the 
Maggie noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you find it such a funny story. I don't really find it that funny. Not even because my phone got wrecked. Well, I just don't think it's that comical. You, I don't know. You and phones just don't have a great yeah, track Yeah, I left. So what is most annoying about the last one was I took it to Africa for a month-long like trek across Africa. Yeah. Safari trip thing. You make it sound like it was your traveling companion. I know. Well, it, it basically was because I was meant to go with a friend and um, she has a job where you have to interview once a year and you can't really get out of it. And that happened to fall during when we booked the trip. So I had to go on my own. And so you're like, I'll take you phony. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I kept her, her face was the background and <laughs> I tucked her in every night. So I made it all the way across Africa for a month with my phone with me and intact and then lost it on the flight home. Oh, wow. (laughs) So did you lose all your photos and stuff? No. So fortunately at that stage, everything was backed up to the cloud. And I also took like my DSLR because Uh, I don't want like iPhone five photos of Africa. So no, yeah, I was lucky, but that was where my last phone went. And this one was already pre-dropped, which made the... Is this from when you kicked it across the petrol station? No, different time. See? (laughs) This one, I got the screen fixed probably a week. No, not that recent. Maybe a month ago. And then dropped it, I would say, two days later. Yeah, I hate that. And I was like, fuck this. So now I've got one of these. But anyway, I bought one of these ring things so that it's not so easy to knock into soup or drop. (laughs) Specifically, (laughs) I need my phone soup proof. Basically. But anyway, so it was in rice for all of the weekend. Yeah. Until Monday morning, and it was so weird. Yeah, then like so many times where you just like, I need to know some random fact, and you reach for your phone, and it's just uh, not there. Yeah, or not even that. Like I'm just like I need to touch it to look at the time. Right. <laughs> like I don't even need to. Like I, I wear a watch, but I'm like, but no, the phone needs to tell me. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's like I, you know, you see your partner's face, and it like calms you down in an anxious situation. I'm like, I just want to. Look at the iPhone time. Still no messages? (laughs) No? All right, then. I can can, uh, put off that fear response for another 30 seconds. (laughs) Pretty much. But there were so many times I was just like, oh, where is it? Or like, I want to look at the time. And I'm like, no, you don't. No. (laughs) But yeah, I'm with you. Definitely weird to not have it for two days. Yeah. Um, But that's why I appreciate being in this time period because like you tell someone born now... Mm -hmm. That it was like, yeah. We well, yeah, they would struggle to understand. Yeah, we like, didn't. Wah. Like it was like they were born now. It's like when you talk to the <laughs> talking to our parents about living before TV. Uh, yeah, you're like that's you're wild, like, mum and dad. You're like, I just don't get it. And like, like what, what did you, you do? And then <laughs> they were like, we played outside and stuff. No, you didn't. I'm like, man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shakespeare, yeah. tell the truth. Right. So when you uh, went to plays every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like I was talking to my family about. I remember being on a plane when you could smoke. Like, wow. Like that, that was like the 80s, I think, or the 70s? Even in the 90s, you could do it. Really? Yeah. Oh, you remember? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't think I remember that. No, like... Oh, yeah. No, I do. I, there was a smoking section. Yeah. I just wasn't in it. But even when you weren't in it, it didn't matter because it was just a curtain. And That's so, true. like, the smoke... I don't know if you know this. Smoke is not impervious to curtains. Oh, especially when... Uh, I've got some complaint letters to write. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when people... Uh, walking back and forth through the curtains on a regular basis. <laughs> but even now, the concept of having a smoking section in restaurants feels foreign to me. In restaurants. And again, that's half my life. And this is a plane, which is just like 
zero ventilation a tube like I know we don't want to go on it to get coronavirus like let alone people purposely polluting the air uh, like again if you're going on a 10 hour flight to like the other side of the world you don't want to go on it just because the air gets stuffy uh, yeah just from, from like humans yeah breathing let there. alone actively adding Pollutions. like poison yeah. to the air like that's the that's the craziest thing that like we could do in our lifetime <laughs> and thank fuck that they outlawed it i actually had forgotten that but you are right yes there were smoking and non-smoking sections of of planes yeah. in our lifetime but, there's but like, like i said i've even kind of blotted out the fact that that was a thing with restaurants not that long ago yeah well that even when i went to europe a couple of years ago with the family you could still smoke in restaurants and really? you'd come home and you'd smell like smoke and stuff. And you were like, oh my God, like I forgot that this was a thing. Like, so, I'm so glad you didn't have this back home. Because I thought it was the opposite. I could have got it wrong. Maybe it was like nightclubs. Because I obviously started clubbing or like going out bars and whatever at 18 in Australia. And then at 19, I went to France for like a couple of semesters. Yeah. And they banned it first, smoking in nightclubs. And okay. I was like, I hope they don't do this back in Australia I don't want cancer, but on the other hand, when you take away the stink of smoke in nightclubs, they smell like buttholes. Were you just assuming that? No, because in France, they banned it first. Oh, right. Uh, but did you when they banned it here, did you notice the similar smell? Or you're like, oh, uh, I just... think I was too old at that oh, stage. Okay. Yeah, I came back like... from France when I was 21. So I was like, Ugh. yeah, right. I was never like My a, clubbing days are over. a big club guy. But I never really had an issue with smell in the club. Oh, definitely. But, like, I just feel like it smelled like alcohol more than anything else. I don't know. Maybe it was just, like, they maybe they stepped up the cleaning after they realised, like, shit, people can smell our <laughs> venue. But it just smelled like sweaty, gross people. Fre- sweaty French people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, this wasn't France. This was... Um, like Vienna and... Oh, right. It could be different. Yeah, yeah. maybe like in you know different parts it was still like had different roles. Out, yeah. Yeah. But there's an episode of Louis where uh, he picks up a young woman and she's so into him because of how old, how much older he is. All right. And, and so she's like, like, tell me about like yeah. when you could smoke in restaurants. Right. Like his dirty talk is like stuff like, I remember when you could smoke on planes. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, that's so old. <laughs> And I'm like, I remember that. That's not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. But like you talk to a 10 year old and they're like, why was, why did you think that was a good idea? Well, like (laughs) I was recently talking to my partner who's four years younger, three and a half years younger. And I was like, when I did uni, I didn't have the internet at home. And he's like, I just can't conceive of that. Yeah, but that was like your family must have been late to the game or something. Oh, like we did get it. And then I moved out with like like family stuff happened, but we had it previously. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't so wild at the time. Like no, it wasn't like now, whereas if someone's like, I don't have the internet, people weren't like, Oh, you know, do you also serve brunch off a shovel? Like they were just like, Oh yeah, that happens. It was 2006. So even so like when we got the uh, internet, I was in uh, high school. Yeah. So we initially did in my family home and then I moved with my dad to the city and that kind of cut our living standards a little. Yeah. Oh, I guess like it wasn't like it was possible to have the internet and we had had it and lots of people did, but it wasn't wild like it was now. You know what I mean? Like it's essentially like, how do you get anything done? Oh now? yeah. yeah. Whereas definitely... then people were like, I wasn't the only person in that boat, for example. Oh yeah. Well, like I said, with um, smartphones, they've been around for about a decade now mm. and 
now it's like hard to imagine not having it. It's the same kind of thing. Like it just well, ramped like up so quickly. Well, I internet now is basically like electricity. Yeah, like you can't really get anything done without it. Uh, yeah, it's a vital service for sure. Oh, yeah. Like my first job, I handed in a resume in paper in the store. Yeah. And uh, now it's just like you would never do that. No. That would be like so well, confusing. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you? What, what is this yeah. for? Yeah. But my point was like I was reminiscing about when we first got the internet and my dad like instead of going to like Telstra or one of the mm-hmm. big providers, he found a local ISP called MinervaNet. <laughs> oh my God. And I th- and it sounds like something out of the net. Did you start having like men trying to kill you because you stumbled on the wrong web page? Well, we had some shitty internet. Like, yeah, it was real. just very slow. Oh my gosh. But it was th- just a guy in his basement. I think it was like a guy and his son. Wow. <laughs> and they came to our house to set it up. Wow. And like... Like I said, it wasn't great service. Like, we eventually did get Telstra. You know that man is Steve Jobs now? <laughs> he wishes. Like, he he definitely went out of business, like, a year after we stopped, <laughs> you know, subscribing. You were probably his only... Um, his only customer. Yeah. But it's like, we lived in an era where there was... It was possible for a guy Just and a his guy kid... to start to, to, an to, ISP. Yeah, that's like, I'm going to compete with Telstra. <laughs> I'm going to run the internet out of my basement. And like I said, not great service. Like when we finally changed providers, we were like, like, oh, this, this, yeah, exactly. I can actually receive and send email. (laughs) But it's so funny. It's like, like you say, we were essentially hanging out with Steve Jobs while he set up our computer for us (laughs) because we're talking to like Mr. Minerva and Minerva Jr. (laughs) I hope that was his name. Probably. I'm Minerva and this is Minerva. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, simpler time. Yeah, to be definitely. Sure. Yeah, but it's just one of those things. I don't want to like be an older like, oh, and the kids have never felt boredom. But I just wonder what it would be like to grow up never not having. Like, there's times where we literally did not have something to do. I don't think that could ever be the case now. Yeah, we've almost got the opposite problem where it's like we've got. Like when we were growing up, we had like six VHSs mm. and you'd watch them all 10,000 times. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, oh, what do we watch? We've got too many options. It's like, what do we watch again? What can we tolerate? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, well, Netflix has 5,000 movies on demand that we don't, we have never seen. Mm. But I'm like, I don't really feeling like <laughs> the, any of these in this exact moment. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I just find that so crazy that our our children will never know a time where there is literally nothing to do. Like they might not feel like doing it, but there would be something new to do. Like yeah. whereas when I was a kid, like Don't worry, they'll, be, they'll find ways to complain. Oh, no, definitely. I just think that's so interesting. Like when I was a kid, yeah, there'd be literally nothing interesting on TV and you've seen your six VHSs and we don't have the internet. Like what do you do? Like go play with a dog, I guess. Like run around the yard. Yeah, but again, we're like now so fearful of the outside world that all those possibilities are kind of limited, don't you think? What do you mean? Like if you lived in the suburbs, would you let your kids play outside unsupervised? In the backyard? In any yard. Like they're just not out of your, they're out of your sight. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. At what age would, would they be able to leave your sight? Seven. But only in the backyard? Yeah, I don't, uh, look, seven, I don't know enough. You're going to watch your kids for seven years? <laughs> not, <laughs> not day and night. That's what I'm saying. Like, what like, what age are you comfortable with them like, being like... Sleeping, see, No, like, of course not 24-7, <laughs> but it's like, 
they're on school holidays. Mm. You're like three weeks in. You're like, I'm just yeah, gonna... probably like seven. You, you can't watch your kids for the first seven years of their <laughs> life. You're gonna work yourself into the ground. Well, I guess so. I don't I, look. I'm not a parent, so there's no point asking. Me, me. neither. Maybe people do watch their uh, kids yeah. until seven, but that seems madness to me. Even with like <laughs> a healthy family, where you're like trading off parenting with your uh, partner, that's. So much time, like especially if you've got two kids and they split up, you're like, well, they've played us. See you later, husband. Yeah, and don't even think about having a third kid. Because, yeah, because what are we going to do then? Yeah. <laughs> Have to get our parents over. But yeah, I don't know. I can't really remember my childhood that well, so I'll get back. I'm to just you when saying, I like, no, because I, I was like a I was bag. like off on my own well before seven. Oh, I can't remember when and like you know. Yeah, I was. My That's parents true. just had faith that I would come back at some stage. Oh, well, we had a trampoline on cement. Yeah, that's... Like, that's the... And a pool well, and a spa and a sauna. Like, that is the ultimate in trust. Yeah, trampoline on... Like, the the spa... Fine, they're probably pretty safe. But a trampoline on cement, <laughs> I feel like, is maybe bad parenting. <laughs> it makes us sound like we're really rich as well. But we lived in essentially, like, I don't know like flushing queens to be able to afford those things i guess you know what i mean like we lived in not really but i have watched the nanny yeah that's what i'm getting that's exactly where i'm getting the reference sure. from <laughs> if we're back in my childhood i'm going with nanny references and you say that like flushing queens wasn't amazing they were like in this giant no that's where she's from that's not oh, where that's he's true. from yeah yeah she uh was working in a bridal shop in flushing queens yes. that's right but anyway, so we lived in like ding 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 ding, so that's how we could afford these things. Fair enough. So yeah, speaking of like you know family and olden days. Yeah. What would you have done if you went away, like for example, on school camp, and they sold Jess, my cat from yeah. when I was in high school? Yeah. So you had that cat <laughs> I would since be... you were like one, basically, didn't you? Maybe like four. But look, from like four, all of your childhood from memories, like four to like early twenties. Yeah. If someone was willing to buy that cat, <laughs> I would have been blown away. Really? Well, especially if I was in high school, because yeah. we've, we've talked about this on the uh, podcast. She was violent as fuck. Well, she was deranged, and then she got Alzheimer's. Yeah, so, like, the early stage of her life, she would, like, hide at the top of the stairs and just, like, attack anyone who came up to them. <laughs> so that was, like, the first, I'm going to say, like, 16, 16 years. Were you alone at four? Do you remember? I got some <laughs> Were your scratches. parents watching you? Yeah, they were like... They were watching you? She's a guard cat. They'll fight off any uh, intruders. Right, so your parents weren't watching you at four. I'm just trying Not to get... Not all the time. Okay, all right. Well, four's a good time, I guess. <laughs> well, that's four's when you start like school, so... Okay. You got to at least let them out of your sight for that much. Right, well, I'm just saying, it seems like four is a good age. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if you can remember encountering the cat alone, that gives me a benchmark. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, that was like the first half of her life. And then for the last, I want to say, four years, she would mm. just wake me and my sister up at 5am howling at our doors to be let in. And then when we would let her in, she would wait like 30 seconds and, <laughs> and then, then start howl to, to be let out. out. Yeah. Yeah. And the, well, she got like cat dementia, didn't she? Yeah, which is apparently quite common. Yeah, my dog got dog dementia. Like it really softened the blow when she died because you're like, <laughs> well, it's sad that this, uh, this childhood pet that I've known to... Uh, I wouldn't say love, but tolerate <laughs> over the last yeah, 18 you definitely, years. Are you an animal guy? I mean, I'm I'm not anti-animal, no, but again, no. I wasn't like shedding tears when she died. No, I just feel like you're definitely not an animal guy. Like most people who are like 
Oh, I love my childhood pet. I feel like I felt more affection towards your dog than you did. Probably. <laughs> oh, but like, I, again, I don't, that dog wasn't my dog, you know. No, but you lived with, like, it's like you didn't plan Kirsty either, but you love her. I, feel, I like to think <laughs> that I would uh, be a little more upset if my sister died than the dog. No, that we, no. But just, I'm just saying. Just you're a like, little. Well, I didn't adopt the dog. Like, no, I guess you didn't. But like, you lived with it for 14 years. Yeah, but again, like, you got to put yourself in my frame of mind at that point. Again, I, but you didn't ask for Kirsty. But I feel like you'd definitely crack a frown if something happened. <laughs> well, I. Had, at that point, had been through so many of my sisters. Um, I just got to get like so many of your sisters. My sisters, oh, please. Right, sorry. I thought you were going down the Kirsty path, where you like you've got to understand. I was four sisters down. Yeah, we were on clone <laughs> Kirsty yeah. four. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like this is Kirsty four. You don't get as attached. Yeah, to that stage. it really lessens the blow when you can just make a new one. When you've already been through three Kirsties, yeah, sure. it's hard to get attached. You have to like reteach them a few things, and each subsequent <laughs> copy is a little more imperfect than the last. But they're good enough. <laughs> I really thought that's what you were saying when you were like, "I'd been through enough of my, <laughs> enough of my sisters." Yeah, don't go into um our old basement. It's like an alien. I've been through enough of my sisters. Yeah, it's an alien resurrection like lab where there's just <laughs> half-formed clones in jars pleading for uh, death. <laughs> yeah. But you gotta imagine like- you can't make a new Kirsty without breaking a few Kirsty clone eggs. <laughs> Here's a fact that blew my mind. This is not going to be a fact, but go on. No, it is. It's a fact that <laughs> this is not to do with clones. But obviously, females, when you're born, you're born with all of your eggs from, from your birth. life, yeah. yeah. So what is fucking wild is that my children were once inside my mum. Uh, I guess. Like, it, do we know that they form? They do. In, while they are in the womb? In utero. Yeah, that's pretty weird. It's fucked. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's it's. I'm glad you had that reaction because I had the same. It definitely is a, a pause for thought. I don't know. Thought. That's one of those things that sounds really deep, but no, it's not deep. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what if my mom was smoking or something? And my children fucked? No. Well, my eggs were in there, protected by your entire body. <laughs> Anyway, I know I know uh, smoking kills, but I feel like there's <laughs> limits to this. I just think maybe we should print on cigarettes. Smoking kills your unborn babies, unborn babies, your unborn grandchildren. Yeah, everyone knows you care more about your grandchildren than your children. That's true. Uh, no, what I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> what I was gonna say is when you're on Kirsty number four. When we were getting the dog, I had already been through Kirsty <laughs> like going. Oh, I just want to rescue these chickens from school. Oh, uh, yeah. They were like, you know, raised as a science experiment and then they're basically just going to be killed if no one takes For them. For some reason, when you put it that way, it sounds disturbing. Like these chickens were raised as a science experiment. They were. <laughs> they were, but like, I don't know if it's a science experiment. Like, what do you call it? Like a class project? Like a science experiment makes me think they're coming out with like three heads and like can talk. They basically did. <laughs> the, like you talk about Jess being deranged. <laughs> Henry, our first rooster, was a violent motherfucker. I remember he ate other chickens. 
Well, well they you ate have chicken. a chicken die. No, no, no. You had a chicken die and then it mysteriously vanished because the other chickens ate it. So there was a chicken that got attacked and like almost killed <laughs> by the rooster. Yes. So I rescued that one. He didn't actually die. But then we also had chicken mixed up in there. Like I think maybe the the compost and the <sighs> the uh, chicken feed got mixed up on occasion and <laughs> they might have been cannibalized a little bit. God. That's so disgusting. Yeah, but I don't think they actually killed anyone. They just kind of tried to. Yeah. But there would be times where I went to go feed them and I was like PTSD. (laughs) Like I'd creep into that chicken coop and then one would like swoop at my neck and like they've got fucking sharp talons. Like not only did I have to dodge the rooster's like claws and beak, but the roof of the chicken coop was like our old... Um, cubby house and it had like this sharp metal say house <laughs> yeah they had free range we moved into the cubby yeah. house that's how terrifying the Henry took say. over my clone basement and so now I have to really hope Dodge. that Kirsty doesn't die because we can't, can't take that back yeah. <laughs> uh, no the, the roof of the cubby house is like this sharp serrated metal tin roof and so like if I got like if I rounded the corner too quickly. Again, this is the past. Why would you have that for children? Here you go, children. This is for you. To play. Because no one else wanted to take care of the goddamn chickens. <laughs> That's your cubby house. Well, they. Why is your cubby house so dangerous? Well, like, here you go, children. Here's a house made of knives to play in. It's well, basically the chair from Knives Out. Yeah, I guess if you're cubby house age, though, you're probably too short to really hurt yourself on it i guess it's only when you're 15 and <laughs> you're, you're able to behead yourself yeah the roof is neck height that it becomes a problem it's essentially a garrote yeah so i like had scratches on one side from the rooster and scratches on the other side from this did your like, girlfriend get suspicious probably <laughs> she's like did those clones break out of the basement again <laughs> more men a sex thing but okay there was a lot going on in that relationship <laughs> Did you cheat on me and also let the clones out of the basement? I'm like, I will answer yes to one of those things. <laughs> so, yeah, by the time that we got to let's get a dog, mm. I'm like, I am disowning this thing before we even <laughs> get it. One. Yeah. And so I probably avoided attachment because of the trauma that I'd gone through <laughs> with uh, her previous you know, animal shelter experiences. Yeah. Fuck, I, I'm i done. <laughs> you were asking me if I... Uh, oh, uh, right. Selling yeah. pets or something. So selling Jess. My grandpa yeah. went to the war, I think for like four years. Okay. But I want to say pretty early on... Well, by the time he got back, they had sold his horse, his family. <laughs> And he didn't take too kindly to it. I don't think he loved it. No. Yeah. I mean, like he's, he was like got visions like <laughs> again, while he's away. Again, it's not even like it's school camp. Like coming back from school camp and finding your cat sold would be a bummer. But this is like I've seen the darkest side of man that the world's ever seen, yeah. and like seen humans do things to people that weren't even previously scientifically possible. And all I want is to go back to my normal life. <laughs> My normal life and my horse yeah. that I love. Like, you it's know. what gets through me through these dark days. <laughs> well, you know how like they show in like movies, like they open up the 
like cigarette case and inside's like a photo of their fiance. <laughs> yeah. Like I like to think that like instead of my grandma, it was a photo of his horse. Yeah, he had a locket <laughs> of him on one side and Cloppy on the other. <laughs> and he's like he's exchanging letters. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dear Cloppy. Dearest horse, I uh, hope this finds you well. <laughs> I uh, murdered three guys this week. How is your salt lick? <laughs> War as hell. <laughs> I'll bring you a carrot when I get home. Right. You have all the carrots you'll ever need, Cloppy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't have to see this. <laughs> I know I like to think as well, did they try to gaslight him when he got back? Like, like white horse. <laughs> <laughs> you never had a horse. That's yeah. that shell shock yeah. that you've got. I can see that you're whatever we call PTSD in this age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're uh, your normal man response <laughs> is kicking in. <laughs> Oh my, these uh, these troubled times have really taken their toll on you. <laughs> He's hallucinating, Doc. He thinks he had a horse. I'm like, I've got photographic evidence. <laughs> they pull out the photo album. It's just like every photo of him and his horse. Is... It's like literally just the horse yeah. shape cut out. Like, there's literally a horse shape missing from here. Like, no, 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 that was a... That could be anything. That was your uncle. <laughs> that was a horse-shaped topiary that you were standing in front of. <laughs> your uncle was in a horse suit and we had a falling out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't you remember? That was uh, Halloween. <laughs> like this one, I'm literally on a saddle. No, 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 you loved sitting on saddles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of those uh, mechanical bulls. <laughs> Why did you cut it out? Uh, I, needed it. I needed it for my uh, collage that I was, using, that I was making. <laughs> I was making a, a Western-themed collage. Yeah, which you can no longer see. <laughs> yeah, it uh, got burned in the London bombings. <laughs> Such a shame. More is clearly hell on all of us. Yeah. It's been tough. Not on your horse, because you never had one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like that's super rough. Like, as soon as you walk out the door, they're like, well... Oh, yeah, you know that they didn't wait till, like, oh, year three two. of the war. <laughs> it's like, not. he's not coming back, right? <laughs> no, they they lost faith in him immediately. Like, but... I feel like he probably... Like, what if he... I kind of have this image in my brain that he got down the lane. <laughs> that's his last name. Um, He got down the road, and he was like, oh... Shit, like forgot my hat or something. Yeah, back, yeah. They're already like back. he's like being guy. loaded into a trailer. <laughs> like they see his parents like guiltily like put stuffing money back in their pocket. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, he, he's selling cloppy. Like no, no, no. <laughs> just <laughs> go to war. Just taking him uh, for a little drive. <laughs> yeah. Don't you don't want to be late for your uh, for, for your boat? <laughs> <son. laughs> yeah. We don't for you to miss the war. I hear it's yeah. going to be short. He's like, I know, I'm coming back. Like, yeah, 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 totally, totally. Mm, mm. Yeah, I don't know how long they waited, but I feel like it was probably first six yeah. months. And it's also like, it would be one thing if uh, they need the money to survive or something. But, you know, it's like, we just really don't want to fucking feed this horse. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, this is a lot of work. And I know statistically, we love our son, but the chances of well, him coming I, back, minimal at best. When I was in France, I think, was it? No, when I was in Japan, sorry, my mum sold my car. And I was like, kind of pissed. What, but- like you without asking or telling yeah she gave me the money for it why like why did she do it though Ugh. like Who knows? was it taking up room in the, gar- the garage i think or it was, so it was parked under a tree and like it had heaps of problems and the neighbor was like i'll give you x amount not very much for it because i'm interested in that chassis and i'll do it up and she's like you have a deal uh, okay so it was like a spur of the moment thing uh, she yeah. like didn't really go out of her way to sell well it. no that's right she wasn't on craigslist like yeah <laughs> No, the neighbor was like, it was like kind of a classic car and they were like, I work on these kind of classic cars and I know it doesn't run great and your daughter's not even here. So just yeah. give it to me for 
this relatively low amount. I mean, I feel like it still would have warranted a phone call, but it's not as egregious as she's like really like I sold my car. Feed it from birth. (laughs) No, no, but I'm saying like when I sold my car, I really had to post photos and advertisements and get like a roadworthy and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, if she someone just approached her with a couple of grand and it's like, all right. I guess the temptation is a lot. Like, it's in my driveway. It's annoying me. Yeah. It doesn't, like, Vicky needs to pay money to get it fixed anyway when she gets back and she probably won't want to. Like, why not? But even so, like, you risk, like, maybe you had, like, some important shit in there. Oh, I think she took the stuff. Like, she had the keys. I don't know, but, like, yeah, I I, there's just, I feel like, yeah, (laughs) without mentioning it at all is... uh, I Well, yeah, you know my mother. It's a wild ride. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, what if I'd like stuffed the back seat with $100,000 or something? And There's I'm like, always no. money in the back seat. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So she did, she did that. But I think that is still not as bad. Like I don't have, it's not living, breathing, being. It's not a live no, yeah, animal that you've grown right. attached to. Sure. Yeah. It's got sentimental value. But, but it's not quite so the same. So does $2,000. Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't, I was pissed, but I wasn't pissed enough to turn down the money in some sort of you know, like heroic gesture of like, no, yeah. you keep. Well, like when you're going from um, France, she knows like you probably, Japan. what's that? I think it was actually Japan now that I've said that. But anyway, okay. well, yeah, anyway when, when you're, you're overseas, when it's you're not coming like $2,000 is not going to hurt. Yeah. But also like she knows at some stage you're coming back. When they sell your horse, when they go to war, it really feels like my parents have no faith in me surviving this war. <laughs> pretty sure I'm dying. Yeah, they, they, I, The only reason I'm going to survive is to fucking tell them I... <laughs> I could do it. I proved (laughs) that I was not going to die in this war. In the ultimate turnaround, they died while he was gone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think because my grandma and him met prior and she waited for him. I like to think he was like mildly disappointed. What do you mean? Like he gets to the airport and he's like, oh, Gloria. (laughs) (laughs) You you think his horse was going to come to pick him up? Yeah. This is good, but bittersweet. But you could have rode in is what I'm saying. <laughs> it was a white horse, actually. Sure. Yeah. If you'd ridden in on a majestic white stallion, what a time that could have been. <laughs> what sounds like by the rules of karma, mm-hmm. you are allowed to sell one of your mum's prized possessions now. Oh, definitely. From out, out from well, under her. The way worse one that I do struggle to get over is while I was away, our house flooded and these things like some of my stuff got destroyed like a guitar and nothing like heaps expensive like the guitar was probably the the worst part um but you can't help a flood but then she was like well i use it as an excuse to spring clean because we were getting the floors replaced and donated to i guess just like an op shop all of our atari nintendo super nintendo and nintendo 64 games and consoles yeah, that one that that hurts. It really does. Especially, I even struggle to talk about it now. I, like, I feel a lump in my throat. Since she had such a excuse, she could have just been like, "It was they destroyed in the flood." Uh, yeah, yeah. But she was like, "No, no, no. They were fine. I just threw them out." I can't believe it because they are worth money. And let alone that, I would love to be playing some of those games now. Like we had a pretty good. Like it makes it sound like I grew up with a baller childhood. I don't know where we got these things, but. We had like a great selection of video games that I will not be able to recreate. Uh, yeah, it's interesting because we've talked about her hoarding tendencies. Right. And yet 
she doesn't care about other people's shit, yeah, apparently. And that is my mother. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is always, that's definitely the hardest one to think about because at the time even I would sometimes still fire up the Nintendo 64 and play a few like games. And definitely now I would love to have a Super Nintendo still. Well, but having uh, an Atari now even would be amazing. Pour one out for uh, your game consoles and <laughs> cloppy. That's how it feels. The most amazing story of this that I heard, I told the cloppy story to my partner and he's like, oh, it reminds me of when I was a kid. My parents like did a cleanup of our house essentially and there was like a bunch of toys I never played with. So they donated them. He lived, he grew up in like a country town and so they donated them to like the one op shop in town basically yeah. and I guess they were so good or nice that they displayed them in the front window. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, him and his parents went walking past and he was, like, six, I guess. And he was like, wait a minute. Like, that's... And that's... <laughs> and that's... These are my... That's my shit. <laughs> yeah, but, so like... He made his mum go in and buy it all back. Oh, wow. That's a uh, power move. <laughs> yeah. So, how... Um, like, he didn't realise they were missing until he walked past the no, window. No, no. And that was like there. my reaction would have just been, oh, they have all of the same stuff as me. I, well, he was kind of saying like they were just looking in the window and he was like, oh, that's, you know, that toy and that's that toy. And he's like, when you get to the fourth one, you kind of click like, is this shit from my house? Yeah, yeah. And you look for the, um, like the scratch or your like yeah. initials that you wrote onto exactly. the base of the foot or something. Because he's like, yeah, item one and two. You're like, oh, that's weird. Like yeah. they've got the same toys as me. And then you get to item four and you're like. This is my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me just run home and double check. Wait a minute, mom. Yeah. So he made her go in and buy everything back. Yeah. Well, there's a life lesson for you. I don't know what it is, but okay. <laughs> don't sell your kids shit without asking. <laughs> I um, think like as a rule, maybe you could be like, I'll put it away for like a year. And if they don't. I think that's actually what had happened. And then just like unlucky. They live in a country town. Oh, and he walked okay. past the front window and was like. Hey, my shit. Yeah. And he's a kid. Like, kids don't think rationally. Like, you are right, mum and dad. I haven't played, you know, with that teddy in six months. We should leave it for other children. Yeah, well, that'll teach you for not taking the long way to uh, <laughs> go on your family outings, I guess. Because right. <laughs> we were reading a Reddit as well, talking about this. And a guy was like, my mum sold my basketball cards or, like, just gave them away. Yeah. Because I, quote wasn't playing with them anymore. He's like, how was I supposed to play with them? Yeah, That's you, the whole idea. How do you prove? <laughs> and also, like, they don't know. Like, were but they supervising? The Again, basketball cards is that I put them in an album and collect them. Like, I can't... Am I supposed to, like, throw them in the air or something? <laughs> but maybe he did look at them. It's not like they even would have... They're not watching him to be like, oh, you better be paying attention to those basketball yeah, cards. that's right. Yeah. Like, and trading, he has to sleep with his hand on them or something. Right. Like, he does love them. And trading cards are always one of those things that a decade later, they're actually worth something. Yeah. Well, mine as well, when she got rid of... My mum, when she got rid of the games, was like, well, you weren't using them. I was like, good point. But I have lived in another country for the last two years. So yeah, that has definitely would have been held me back. Me to use them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like, She's like, I waited for the one year rule. Yeah, what that's basically yeah. what she kind of said. She's like, well, no one was using them. I yeah. was like. I also threw out your uh, complete bedroom because yeah, you weren't using yeah, it. I rented it to a uh, immigrant family now. So she clearly they use it has, all the time. Yeah, they love it. Yeah. She clearly has favorites because I grew up when I was 12, my brother moved out of the house or maybe even younger, like 10. 
And so I had my childhood bedroom up until 10 and then I moved into his bedroom. This was a little bigger. And I'd say a third of my closet was still his clothes until I moved out at 17. What, that he just never used? Yeah. And I think he even was like, no, it's okay. You can get rid of them to mum. And she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I'm gone for two years and half my stuff is in the bin. (laughs) (laughs) But why didn't you move it if it's your closet? Uh, I guess I was kind of like... I was a kid and like, I was like, oh, I don't want to throw out my big brother's stuff and like a bit like, oh. But did you have like a lot of closet space or were you trying to like squeeze your clothes into like the remaining area? Well, you know how I just like have a giant like stuffed full closet now. I'm like, oh, yeah, (laughs) making up for lost time. (laughs) Yeah, I felt the same. Like when I moved out, my sister moved into my bedroom essentially. Yeah. But she didn't move out of her room. She just had two rooms. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I know I'm not living here, but my shit was still in there. And like, yeah, not anymore. Downstairs in the shitty closet. I'm like, thanks. Yeah. Well, I had the opposite happen. I'm like, I'm changing bedrooms. But my mom was like, well, sort of, but your brother's things will always have a place in this house. And it's like, I literally move overseas and can't use things. And she's like, into the bin. (laughs) So I get you, uh, Cloppy. I know where you're coming from. I like to think that Cloppy went on to like sire black caviar or something. Like, <laughs> we- oh yeah, he was probably like an award-winning racehorse, <laughs> and uh, yeah, really. Uh, if they had held on to him, that's what I like what to think. Happen. Like, if we could like turn back time, it's like the story of Black Beauty, where you know he ends up like pulling Billy out of the well, and then you know, runs a successful Melbourne Cup the next morning or something. Yeah, you know the, the Melbourne Cup when like far lap one or something, the yeah. commentary was like, and you know... The, he was uh, born uh, just on a tiny farm and his owner was off at war. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, like oh, would have hated to be the family that Imagine, gave that horse yeah, away. Yeah, they're basically, you know, the beetle that quit just before they got yeah, big. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and this, my grandpa's at the sidelines like, cloppy. <laughs> this payday would have uh, really gone a long way for anybody. <laughs> like, fucking hell. And you just see like cloppy nod at him as he walks by. <laughs> it probably turns up his uh, snout now. <laughs> well, he didn't sell him. It's not his fault. Yeah, but he doesn't understand. He's a horse. He just knows so that he's he, like, uh, well, I know some... that I know you and I hate you, but I don't understand enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. What are got... they, like children? <laughs> yes, essentially. <laughs> so, yeah, I like to think that, yeah, he then went on to start him. I think that's almost a uh, guarantee. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find us also. You can get onto Facebook. There's little shareable clips there um, as well as behind-the-scenes stuff, and you can comment on photos and chat to us as well, facebook.com slash insaneramblings. Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes where uh, every new episode will automatically be downloaded as it's posted. And you can find us on Spotify too. Away, Seaboat. Away, Cloppy. So for Christmas, I brought my brother a board game and then it turned out he already had it. Luckily, I found out before I gave it to him. So... The store didn't allow returns, only exchanges. It was like Games World. Okay. I know that you're familiar with it. I am. Yeah, I know you are. You know Games World, don't you? Yeah, Eddie used to work there. Yeah, exactly how everybody remembers it. Well, I remember it because he was always trying to uh, sell the cube puzzles.
Yeah, because his boss ordered like 1500 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is Eddie's claim to fame. Anyway, so I got um, this Sherlock Holmes board game. Oh, yeah. And so, like, we've had it in our living room for ages. And again, two Sims who've shared the house and can't... Like, we're basically the Sims in the non-expansion packs. <laughs> and okay. we don't have any Similoians <laughs> to build anything inside the house. So, yeah, we were, like, wandering around the house, basically looking for something to do doing this or whatever it is the Sims do. I think they do that when they're not doing anything. <laughs> and we're like, oh, yeah, we've got this board game that, like, is our coffee, t- coffee table kind of ornament. We should give it a go. And um, so, yeah, long story short, I'm now playing like – it's like sh- I'm like a Sherlock fanatic, it looks like, from the outside. Because <laughs> you've got both the game and the board game on Like ago. going on at once and then like reading the stories as well. Oh, you started reading it? Uh, yeah, because I've got like the short stories on my shelf. So I was like, oh, like I remember I said to Ben, I should see what these are actually like because I've never seen yeah. the source material. It's a lot of Sherlock. Uh, yeah, too much. I'm like, I've given up reading. So. And you play the board game on your own or are you playing with Simon? With Simon, okay. yeah, Two of us playing together. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think it'd be a bit lame to play the board. It's really fun. I was surprised. You should play it with us at some stage. Yeah, so much so in terms of the Sherlock stuff that Simon texted me, Watson's missing is Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if he's playing it. Like it, like reading the book at home alone, or playing the video game, or just so many got different options. Sherlock on the brain. Yeah. Insane ramblings.